بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه وموالا أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته أهلا وسهلا مرحبا بكم Welcome to the 19th installment of Unlocking Hearts I'm your host Malana Irshad Siddiq And in this program we reflect on the general meanings of the Jews of the day Then zoom into one or two particular verses to emphasize the importance of reflection on the Qur'an so that we may be from among those who reflect and not from among those who have seals upon their hearts. May Allah Ta'ala not make us of those and may He make us truly reflecting and appreciative of the Kalamullah, the Qur'an. The 19th juz of the Qur'an begins at verse 21 of Surah Al-Furqan, contains all of Surah Al-Shu'ara and ends at 55 of Surah Al-Naml. Surah Al-Furqan completes the theme of qualities of the true believers, which we covered in yesterday's Jews. Surah Al-Shu'ara and Surah Al-Naml focus on stories of the prophets, but they each contain different types of stories of prophets. Surah Al-Shu'ara focuses on the perished nations who disobeyed the messengers, while Surah Al-Naml focuses on the success of Nabi Sulaiman in his mission. Between the two, we see the different endings of those who follow the messengers and those who reject them. The opening verse of this Jews is a reminder of the kind of excuse the disbelievers make for not following the truth. Those who do not expect to meet us say, if only the angels were sent to us or we could see our Lord. They have grown arrogant within themselves and have become excessively defiant, says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is then followed by a series of verses describing the regrets of the disbelievers and the hypocrites, ending with the complaint of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that complaint about the Qur'an and what people did with the Qur'an, which we will come back to in a moment. It may be difficult to comprehend why some people actually reject the message of truth, even when it is clear to them. The Qur'an reminds us here that many of them are like cattle. Yes, cattle. Which means that they simply follow their leaders without critical thinking or self-reflection. Allah says, or do you assume that most of them hear or understand? They are just like cattle, but even more errant in their way. This ties in with the closing verse of the surah, reminding us that Allah Ta'ala does not need us, but we need Him, and rejecting the truth only harms us. Allah says, Say, what are you to my Lord without your praise? You have denied the truth, and the inevitable will happen. The closing passage of the surah highlights the qualities of the true believers, which we can summarize as humility, avoiding arguments, praying the night prayer, reflecting on the afterlife, generosity, avoiding major sins, repenting for past sins, avoiding wasting time, and praying for guidance for oneself and one's family. These qualities complement the ones mentioned earlier in Surah Al-Mu'minun, and help one attain a higher level of spirituality. We pray that Allah grants us all higher levels of spirituality. Ameen, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Then we look at Surah Al-Shu'ara, the chapter of the poets. It is a beautifully poetic story focused on the stories of the perished nations. Each story is told in a powerful rhythmic tone with an emphasis on how the people rejected their messenger and the end result of that rejection. This surah is a retelling of the stories of Musa, Ibrahim, Nuh, Hud, Salih, Lut, and Shu'aib with a focus 
on how their people rejected them and the result of rejecting the messengers. This is a Makkan surah revealed to show the disbelievers of Makkah the end result of rejecting the messenger. In Surah Al-Furqan, we see how the Prophet ﷺ will complain on the last day about those who did not take the Qur'an seriously. Again, that verse that we'll come back to in just a moment. Surah Al-Shu'ara begins with a reminder to the Prophet ﷺ not to stress too much over such people as each person is responsible for their own choices. Allah says to him, وسلم, perhaps you will destroy yourself with grief because they do not become believers. A unique feature of the surah is the repetition of the following verses after every story. Allah says, in that there is a sign, but most of them are not believers. Surely your Lord is the Almighty, the Merciful. In these verses, both the mercy and power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are emphasized with his names Al-Aziz, the Most Mighty, and Al-Rahim, the Most Merciful. This is actually a reminder to us that in each story, we see both Allah Ta'ala's mercy to the prophets and those who believed in them, as well as his wrath against those who disbelieved. It is very easy to look at the surah entirely from the perspective of punishment. Forgetting that in each story, Allah Ta'ala actually saves the believers and gives them victory, demonstrating both his power and his mercy. Now let's take a look at that verse we promised to get back to. We go to Surah Al-Furqan, which is the 25th Surah of the Qur'an, verse number 30. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, بَعَدَ أَنْ أَقُولَ أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَهْجُورًا The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Oh my Lord, Indeed, my people have taken this Qur'an as something departed, something abandoned, something forsaken. Subhanallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us and not make us from among these people. Imagine the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam presenting himself on the day of Qiyamah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and complaining about people from his time, people from his ummah, who have taken the Qur'an, the very thing that Allah Ta'ala sent him as a source of guidance to all of creation. Imagine the Prophet ﷺ telling Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, Ya Rabbi, O oh my Lord, Inna qawmi, indeed my people, ittakhadu hadha al-Qur'an, they've taken this Qur'an, mahjura, and they've abandoned it. Subhanallah. Allah forgive us. May we not be from among those who abandon the Qur'an ever. We take three steps back. Verse number 27. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Furqan as well, On that day, the wrongdoer will be biting on their hands. He will be saying, يَا لَيْتَنِ اتَّخَذْتُ مَعَ الرَّسُولِ سَبِيلًا Oh, how I wish that I had taken a path with the messenger. I wish that I had taken the road of the messenger, the way of the messenger. Ya waylata laytani lam attakhidh fulanan khalila. Oh, how I regret. Oh, woe be to me 
I wish that I had not taken so-and-so as a friend, meaning some influential friend that they had in this world that led them astray, that led them to Jahannam. Allah forbid, Allah protect us. Then he will say, لَقَدْ أَضَلَّنِي عَنِ الذِّكْرِ بَعْدَ إِذْ جَاءَنِي This bad friend of mine had sent me astray from the reminder, which could be the Qur'an, or just in general from remembering Allah. بَعْدَ إِذْ جَاءَنِي After the reminder had come to me, the remembrance of Allah had come to me, this friend led me astray. وَكَانَ الشَّيْطَانُ لِلْإِنسَانِ خَذُولًا And indeed, shaitan is a deserter to the man. In other words, shaitan, who instigated this whole thing, is now going to be completely deserting this person. May Allah protect us. Then we get the verse wherein the Prophet ﷺ then makes that appeal to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh my Lord, my people have abandoned this Qur'an. Allahu Akbar. These verses are absolutely breathtaking. For it is a stern warning that we should not take evil people as our friends. What do we mean by evil people? Not necessarily people who commit murder and do all sorts of atrocities like that. But evil people can be as simple as those who take us away from the remembrance of Allah. Those who do not bring khair into our lives. Those whom when we leave the company we feel closer to shaitan than we do to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or for the very least, we don't feel as close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala any longer. Let us not be from among those who will be biting our hands in the day of Qiyamah because we had friends such as that. Instead, let us be from among those who take the path of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the path of the Qur'an. Now we are in the month of Ramadan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us reminder after reminder in the Qur'an about the Qur'an. We're listening to this program. We're listening to talks at the Masajid. We are reciting the Qur'an in our homes. We are filled with an environment of khair. Will we be again from among those who abandon the Qur'an after Ramadan? The choice is ours. But of course, inshallah, we will make the right choice this time. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. We turn and we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wal'aqibatu lilmuttaqeen. Waljannatu lilmuwahideen. Wala udawana illa ala al-zalimeen. والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين يا ربي يا الله يا ربنا يا الله يا رحمن يا رحيم يا الله يا غفور يا رحيم يا الله يا عزيز يا حكيم يا تواب يا الله ويتنتي وزي وهمبل سيرفنس يا رب العالمين we beg you, Ya Rabb, that we can be from among those who are good influences in the lives of others. We beg you, Ya Rabb, to place those in our lives who will be good influences for us. Ya Allah, place us with those who remember you abundantly. Place us with those who live for you and they die for you. Ya Allah, place us in good company, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from evil company. Save us from evil friends, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah, we want to be from among those who take the path of the messenger. We don't want to be from among those who take the path of shaitan. Ya Allah, we want to be from among the salihin, the muttaqin, the mu'mineen, the sabirin, the qaniteen. Ya Allah, make us of the righteous and the pious servants. Ya Arham al-Rahimeen. Ya Allah, let us not be from among those who will be resurrected with evil people. 
for they love the evil people in this world, but rather, Ya Rabb, place in our hearts the love for the righteous people, for righteous company, so that we can be resurrected among righteous company. Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Ya Allah, your Nabi, our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will stand before you on the day of Qiyamah and he will be saying to you that my people have taken this Qur'an and that they've abandoned it. Ya Allah, we beg of you not to make us of those ones, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we make, make us from among those who never abandon the Qur'an. Ya Allah, we pray and we beg of you to make the Qur'an a guiding light in our lives. Make it a companion for us in this world. Make it a companion for us in the grave. And make it a companion for us in the day that we meet you, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Allah, allow us to live by the Qur'an and die by the Qur'an. Allow us to read the Qur'an, reflect on the Qur'an, understand the Qur'an, learn the Qur'an, teach the Qur'an, memorize the Qur'an. Ya Allah, let us be from among those who can be scholars of the Qur'an, students of the Qur'an. Ya Allah, make us lifelong students and learners of the Qur'an. Ya Allah, make us from among those who recite the Qur'an daily in their homes, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Ya Allah, guide us through the Qur'an, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant this entire ummah the understanding of the Qur'an so that we may be able to understand it as it is recited, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, if you don't grant that opportunity to us, Ya Allah, please don't deprive our, our children of that opportunity. Please don't deprive our progeny of that opportunity, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, allow us to be an ummah who understands your kalam, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Ya Allah, we beg of you to forgive us of our sins. We beg of you to forgive us of our estrayness. We beg of you to forgive us for the time that we waste. Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Ya Allah, teach us to be good parents to our children. Ya Allah, teach us to be outstanding parents to our children. Parents will grant their children the best lives in this world, but also the best lives in the world you're after. Ya Allah, guide us to be able to guide our children on the Sirat al-Mustaqim. Ya Allah, make us the role models for our children. Allow them to see in us that type of role model that they would want to follow and implement in their own lives, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Ya Allah, allow us to be from among those who can be true followers of your beloved Messenger Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Followers that he will be proud of, that we can stand next to him on the day of Qiyamah and he can proudly say that this is my Ummah. Ya Allah, make us from among those who can drink from his blessed hand on that day when there will be absolute thirst. Ya Allah, that when we drink from his hand, when we drink that sweet water, we never experience thirst thereafter. Ya Allah, allow us to enter into Jannah with him by our side. Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Ya Allah, it is the month of Ramadan. It is the month of the Quran. Allow us to gain as much benefit as possible from this month. Ya Allah, cleanse our hearts and cleanse our souls in this month of Ramadan so that we can be rejuvenated and spiritually uplifted to take on life after Ramadan, Ya Arhamar Rahimin, and grant us consistency, grant us consistency that we may be perpetually having a relationship with the Qur'an, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana, wa fil akhirati hasanata wa qina adhab al-nar, wa adkhilna al-jannata ma'ala burar, Ya Aziz, Ya Ghaffar, Ya Rabbil Alameen, wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin, al-Nabi al-Ummi, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in, subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun, وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته